So welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we're talking about Ant-Man and Quantumania, whatever it's called. Basically, the start of Phase 5, is that correct? The start of Phase 5? Phase 4 is over with, with uh, Wakanda Forever. Phase 5 begins now. Movie is basically supposed to kind of rekindle that Phase 3 feeling as opposed to. That's what they're trying to build you on. But you have to understand that this is current post-2020 Disney which then presents a whole bunch of different problems. starting to get a bit annoying because now it's the Disney formula in effect. No, uh, I think I understand what you're saying. And now it's in effect for like every movie. So uh, okay. his daughter triggers the multiverse, not the multiverse, but the quantum verse. Like what the hell is called? Hank Pym and his granddaughter are basically secretly working on technology that triggers the quantum verse family meets up in the basement and it's like oh like, what have you been working on bang we're all in the quantum realm figure out how to make their way back but then jonathan major shows up there's this bad guy that's kind of taking over the quantum realm mike just very briefly how do you feel about ant-man and the wasp quantum mania i don't hate it i'm also not in love with it i think we talked about it before where i feel like marvel's got this median line where movies are kind of sitting right now where it's like they're not great they're not terrible they just kind of are and they're not making Uh, any concerted effort to improve those things yeah i think i mean everything is very formulaic now like all these cg characters in this and eventually it just becomes the same thing like x korg and thor love and thunder or the cape and dr strange where they're just all these smaller characters that just kind of they they hit the one-liners or for other people to interact with. But go ahead. Even after I left the movie, like you talking about that, the CGI thing, I think one of the things that worked really good about the whole first Infinity Saga was not just more human characters, but everything felt more realistic in a way. Like I used to always talk about Captain America Winter Soldier. I like the fact that I can kind of look and imagine where Shield headquarters would have been. I always thought that was kind of a cool thing how they kind of incorporated everything and now everything's going cosmic and like you said cgi based and i don't know before they were building a world you had a direction you knew where you were going still don't really have any kind of inkling other than we know now kang but nothing really ties together really not like stringent tied together it's like like these little loose ass strings and you're trying to make reference to like they're all a part of something but they feel very separated still to me like i don't see where there's this clear vision that you had before of this is the direction we're going, this is how we're going to get there. And you get anticipation to get to that point. Like now, I just feel like they just announced a movie, you go see it, it's just like any other kind of movie, and that's it. Yeah, and, and, no and then I, I felt like they were pulling elements from like Star Wars, particularly yeah, the last so- two BS trilogy. Then you also have just some storyline issues that also kind of fall in line with that. So it's like the look and then story elements. But go ahead. Costumes and set pieces that look very much like Return of the Jedi, like some characters. In fact, like one when they were doing it, uh, what was it, Michelle Fiverr, Hank Pym, and Janet and Hope had the little costumes on. One of the visors looked just like Leia's visor when she showed up to get Han. Yeah. Job of the Hutt and Return of the Jedi. I'm like carbon copy type thing. And like when Kang. When they were walking down the hallway to the cells, I'm like, that looks just like when they were walking down the strange and multiverse man. I'm like putting carbon pieces of paper on top of something and just Yeah, because I'm not sure if Peyton Reed was in line to do a Star Wars movie, but it yeah. kind of seems like it. 
He might have been one of those people that got they pulled him from the movie or something. I didn't hate the movie. I can tell you that. No, I didn't hate Wakanda forever, but like I said, when I got out of there, I was like, you know, I really don't have to watch this movie again. I'd be perfectly fine. Like when it came on Disney Plus, I think I fast forward all the Namor scenes, and that was about it, and didn't really watch the rest of it at all. I would tell you I could sit through this again and watch it. I probably will. Everything's riding this kind of just. I don't even want to call it mediocre because it's an average movie to me. It's not like to me, Marvel had great movies early on. They had some great, some not so great, but then everything else was kind of good. And like now everything just feels as long as it can make us money, who really cares what the hell? If it makes sense, if it doesn't like the Modoc thing, I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. And also, because... they already had a TV show. I mean, obviously, it's, I guess you want to call it the same character, but yes, not at this point. Yeah. Again, I get it. You're probably doing most of it for laughs and shits and giggles and whatnot. I mean, I laughed at some of the shit they were saying, but it was just, I'm still sitting there looking at him like, Modoc should not just be a human face like that. Like, <laughs> it's not even hard to do Modoc like it's supposed to be done. We're just doing this shit for comic relief now. Like, it's not even necessary at all. I like Jonathan Majors as Kang. I was fine with that. He's probably the best thing about the movie, but he's wasted in the movie because of the, I guess the plot doesn't really. Really serve I mean, him. Do they drop him at this point, or they, is he being set no, up for something? No, I mean, no, probably he's being set, being up, set up Galactus. Or something. Yeah, I mean, they announced the next Avengers movie is Avengers Kang Dynasty, so you know that he's for now kind of the big bad. The issue that I had with it was we already established at the end of Loki, he talked about who he was and that there's variants of him and this and that or whatever. And in some ways, it almost <laughs> felt like this one was kind of a rehash of what we already fucking learned. Yeah, it's like if you. Saw this before you saw Loki or something. It's like, all right, well, what's going on? It makes even less sense now seeing Loki first and then seeing this. So yeah, because it literally is just a rehash of, oh, I'm not the worst one. There's another one that's worse than me, and then this one basically saying, oh yeah, they exiled me because I'm the worst one. And then you see the rest of them like, well, we need to come together because they beat this dude and we're behind schedule. It's I don't know. It's to me, it's not. When they built the Thanos, you built a lore to him where all they had to do was pay off, and Infinity War did. Kang right now is just... I mean, other than the one that's in Quantum because like I said, I, for a minute, I was like, okay, this dude's getting out. I like this dude here, whatever. But I'm looking at the rest of them, I was like, I don't even need the rest of y'all, really. Like, I can just have this one, and we're good. Like, and, what is it that we're actually building up to? And again, I think a problem that I had with this was Michelle Pfeiffer's character... <laughs> Technically, Paul Rudd's character is the audience. And then Michelle Pfeiffer's character is the person that has all the story, and particularly all the backstory, but is not revealed about anything until about 50 minutes into the movie, where she yeah. just starts unloading exposition because it's convenient. Yeah, because it's convenient because they basically wasted 50 minutes just trying to, like, hey, well, we got you in the Quantiverse, and we're just doing a whole bunch of running around and split everybody up. Oh, but here's all the exposition. You could almost argue this is actually the Pym movie featuring Ant-Man. I guess. In some ways, he almost felt like a secondary character at times. Well, like I said, he's the audience. I mean, Scott is the audience. So he, Scott's just along for the ride. But Michelle Pfeiffer's character has all the, the story and all the lore about what's going on here. And she's just like, well, I don't want to talk about it. Yo, we are stuck. You tell me you don't want to talk about it. Now is not the time for all this. I will probably watch it again because I'm, like I said, I'm at that, I guess, age in my life now where I got to see something twice. 
Truly, yeah. gotta check everything. Like I said, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I'm just. It is on my. I just watched another Marvel movie. It's kind of how I feel. Yeah, it's sad considering that, you know, like <laughs> Avengers came on today and I'm sitting there like, yeah, I can watch this right now. I'm good. Everything was very strong and now it's starting to feel very just average. Just like me and Barry talked about before. It's almost like, fuck it. We just make content to make content and that's what it is. There's too much convergence now between Thor, probably going to try to address at some point, like this movie. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Now you have characters kind of interweaving between all this. And then tonally, the movie's all kind of the same. So there's like yeah. really nothing at stake other than, well, here's a whole bunch of laughs. Here's a cute character that's going to like make some noise. Eventually you might get to the end. That's really it. I don't see any reason that really watch this movie again. I would say it's definitely better than the second movie. What's really lost in this movie are the secondary characters that made the first Ant-Man special, which was like T.I., yeah. Michael Pena, yeah. that they made that movie special and to not have incorporated them into this somehow. At all. Swap them out for Cassie, his daughter. I don't care about her. Again, the whole point of the first movie was his relationship with her. That made sense, but he also had his people that helped him get to that point. And again, for not have even mentioned them, or not even had a, a scene with them, it just felt empty. And you have the same director for all the three of the same movies. And honestly, the Cassie thing was simply done so they could pin her up for Young Avengers, the whole purpose of it. So no different. She's smart. She can do, she create the signal to the quantum realm. Now you know she has a suit that she's doing. Just let's set it up so when Young Avengers show up and she pops up with a suit and all that, it makes sense. It's the same thing that they did with Ironheart, the same thing they did with uh, well, Hawkeye. Completely other than I know Kate Bishop is supposed to be the lead of it. That's kind of already leaked from Marvel. I mean, like, what, there's no, <laughs> there's no point Avengers. for Thor. There's no point for Thor to join any like new Avengers. Like he doesn't need to join any damn thing at this point. No, I mean it's like and Hemsworth is making noises like he's not really gonna come back to that. Yeah, he said if the story's not to get away from the comedy thing. He said if the story's not got some depth to it and really feels good about. It, he really doesn't want to do. It. He's kind of saying Chris Evans too, which is like. I'm coming back as if the story makes sense and it's something I really want to do. Thor is off doing his thing. He's, he's being space dad. That's that's fine. Here's my take phase four and phase five, whatever. Marvel phase one through three was such perfection that they could put out straight turd shit. I mean, I can get like an all Brie Larson singing, dancing Avengers movie, the next thing. It's not going to diminish the franchise for me because you had something diamond is there. Everything else is just filler, fluffer bullshit. I mean, I, I could take it or leave it anyway, way, shape, or form. But I can still sit back and go back and watch 32 hours of golden, glorious movies and storytelling and be completely satisfied. And everything else is just bonus. It's just extra little bonus things. Extra. So, oh, this is what these guys are doing after the big event. Okay, that's cute. Wakanda is doing okay. It's being run by Siri, and she's on walkabout. Okay, you know. And then we got baby T'Challa, who we run in the country in like 10 years. It's like an extended epilogue. Until something pops off that catches my wing. Until the X-Men come back. Until the Fantastic Forge pop up. It's all a holding pattern for me at this point. It's just filler shit that there's filling things in until they get things caught up and everything so um, but I do know one thing one thing we do need to talk about at some point what the fuck is going on with Feige I've kind of given him a lot of leeway but 
So this run of mediocrity is getting weird. So I know this week it came out that Feige is trying to become chairman of Disney, I believe. I forgot dude's name. It's Alan or Alan, Adam, somebody or whatever. Anyway, dude's on the way out. Feige already made noise that that's the position he wants, which I'm questioning how that's going to affect Marvel because he's pretty much been focused on Marvel and the Star Wars movie they want to produce, and that's been it. And what happens when you start taking over all of Disney? The only other thing I know about Feige right now is he said that Deadpool 3 will be rated R. They figured that part out. I'm already on board with I think that's partially because Iger's back. Because I don't see that happening in the JPEG. And that Fantastic Four news will probably start coming out in the next few months. Because they're going to start casting soon. And then get ready to start shooting. The only other big thing that did come out, and this was weeks ago actually. And I thought the beep about it was. They said behind closed doors, Feige has gone on record and said to his team, he's all in on Secret Wars. It originally was supposed to be one film, now they're talking about splitting it into two. From what he's told them, he wants any and everyone ever been in any Marvel project across any studio to show up in the movie. And from what I understand, he's already got Toby, he's got Hugh Jackman, he's had conversations with Jessica Alba. And he's starting to like Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, all these people have already kind of been like, yeah, it's kind of like in the works. Electra? <laughs> Bulls are going to be in the movie? I'm dead serious. They say he wants everybody. Ben Affleck. That's Affleck. That's, yeah, everybody. He said everybody that's ever been in a Marvel movie, he wants them to pop up in Secret War somewhere. To kind of, I guess, to kind of tie everything Marvel's ever done together at one, one fell swoop, I guess. I don't know. Well, you got to have um, to include. Wesley Snipes in that too, so uh, hopefully so. Um, Blade is actually supposed to start shooting too. Um, I just read it the other day. I guess the script's where they wanted to be, and they said they're going to start production. I'm not too sure what's going on. Uh, I guess I'm still holding out hope because you know, I mean, I was looking towards Secret Wars anyway and X Men and all that, but from what I understand, Galactus will be the big bad, and they've already figured out who it's going to be. Just we don't know yet. Like me and Barry talked about before, they got a shit ton of content. To the point is getting to be like, y'all need to slow the shit down for him. Yeah. And spread it the fuck out. In this phase, in particular, you have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out in another two months, three months at this point. Yep. The Marvels, which I... They got pushed back to November. Yeah. I don't even think Disney has a big Christmas release at that point. I mean, unless they have something on the Disney side. But then 2024, May is Captain America. And then Thunderbolts, and then Blade, and then like nothing else on the movie yeah. side. And then the rest of the stuff is the TV. I mean, if you want to call it a, a phase, but they're fast tracking Doctor Strange three. I heard that too. Uh, no, no, uh, <laughs> nah, I was fine with Doctor Strange two. I liked it. But Secret Invasion, Loki, What If, Iron Heart, Echo, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. And then Daredevil, which is probably going to be some other trash. That's it. Whatever you have planned for the next phase, which I guess they'll probably announce probably somewhere in the middle of this phase. I, mean, I really don't see, other than maybe Captain America and Blade, I'm not even really excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. That's just me. I'm not saying it's going to be trash. I'm just saying I'm not going to lose my mind. Well, again, I used to get excited as hell for these movies. Super hype, and now I see him. I'm just like, I'm gonna go see it, but like my expectations are not 
all that high or great anymore. I'm just kind of like, you know, hopefully I like it. Fuck James Gunn, yo. Fuck him. But yo. Gunn left. He's going to D.C., so, I Fuck mean. DC. What's up? I was going to ask you about that, Keith. What's going on? Because you say you're not excited for nothing going nope. on with them, so. Nah, they pissed me off, man. They pissed about me the off. Cavill, man? Yeah, man. So salty about that. Probably more to it. So I don't think that Cavill may, like, did something in the back room with somebody or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's personal, but I saw the Flash trailer and I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it seemed like there might be some potential with that movie. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not okay. excited about it, but I can see how they could move on from that movie and do different things. Or even if they continue with the Snyderverse, I can see how they could have continued with that. Just throw the man in there. Have his character kill off and then be done with it. Like, get some closure to the damn character and stuff like that. Done with it. Just give it something. You watch, you like, uh, I don't know about that. My problem with James Gunn's stuff is that first he's talking too much. He needs to, like, get the fuck off of Twitter. He needs to stop commenting on shit. The biggest problem I have with it is that my Marvel expectations is that you get a Marvel movie coming up. You're expecting it to be the kind of setup. It'll impact the franchise as a whole or the entire movies as a whole. This Flash movie, I don't know what the fuck is going to go on with Ezra Miller and the rest of the stuff that's going on in there. They're going to have a new Batman show up in there. Or not a new Batman, but I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen with the franchises afterwards or even how they're going to do it. Because they have made it clear that they're just going to go with their own thing. Ezra Miller might stick around. Say they kind of doubled down and said that they were going to keep him on board because... Yeah. I mean, I think this movie is probably too expensive to can like they have been canning all the other movies but they were only and that's the question right for the longest i kept hearing about test footage and screenings where fans were coming out talking about how fucking great the flash is and then dc kept going on and on about flash is fucking amazing and then james gunn came out and said hey i kept this and i'm keeping ezra because i genuinely think this movie's fucking amazing i'm like Anything short of amazing now, I'm going to be highly disappointed because y'all have talked the most shit. Comes out as amazing. You keep Ezra Miller. Did they opt not to press charges against him or he is? I think he took a plea deal. Okay, yeah, so deal. yeah, so he's effectively out of jail. He's not going to jail now for the good help right now. Guns released this thing about the movies he's going to put out. Batman and Robin movie he's going to do. Mm. And there's going to be a Superman film. Another Wonder Woman movie, I think, or whatever it's like. Was it? Uh, was it Wonder God's Woman's off the table for now. Okay, no Wonder Woman series, basically all about Thermosphere. The best direction for that. that but Gal Gadot that. may come back at some point. That is still the best direction. Wonder Woman is an important character. She's an important character in my comic book knowledge. And it's my com- Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. My comic book appreciation. Green Lantern. Wonder Woman. She's in the top five. That that's it. The Trinity is real. I don't it care is. how they Superman, Batman, real. Wonder Woman, Spider Man, Wolverine for me. Those are the five. That's the top five. But the world of Wonder Woman can exist without her. And I'm not saying that she has to die or it has to be like everybody can be Superman type thing, but the best direction for that second movie would have been maybe travel back in time, mm-hmm. put it on Themyscira. I mean they had kind of mm-hmm. done that with the Justice League and mm-hmm. I guess the revisionist Justice League that Zack Snyder got to complete, which was fine. Mm-hmm. What they should have done in the first place. The best direction for that, I don't think a standalone Wonder Woman movie is needed any longer. There's nothing to gain from it. There's a ton of different ways you can go with her and stuff. Like, for instance, the way Aquaman had turned that into an adventure film. 
with just him running around, collect the pieces, find the treasure, that type of thing, you know, and then, you know, taking on batshit crazy godlike sea monsters and stuff under the sea. That type of direction with Wonder Woman is where it should have gone. That shit in Wonder Woman 1984 was ridiculous, but I I think we all agree, but that made no sense at all. Oh, Patty Jenkins should have just been quietly let go. They shouldn't even entertain another script from her at all. <laughs> I think they only entertained it because Gal Gadot ran her mouth like only wanted to work with Patty Jenkins or some whatever. At that point, you'd find another female director. There are plenty of them. There are lots of them. Not necessary because Wonder Woman 1984 was just other trash. Flash, Flashpoint, I was all pumped and excited for it beforehand. I thought that this, if anything, would have been the best way for them to effectively close out the whole Snyderverse situation. And I don't know how it's going to be, but they're coming back and saying, oh, yeah, they're not going to appear at all. Resetting your whole franchise. Wrap this shit up. Let it be done. You don't have to fucking think about it anymore. The whole thing just left a sour taste in my mouth for that time. Well, well, Warner Brothers is very sloppily too, though. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. I mean, they basically destroyed themselves in the process of trying to reboot the universe. You know, you curtailed to the Rock, and you said, "Okay, we're going to bring Cavill back." You have him literally announced he's coming back, and then you turn around and give it to a guy and say, "Hey, you know, you do whatever you want to do." And he says, "Yeah, he ain't coming back." Like, <laughs> I mean, shit. The whole thing just wasn't handled properly at all. It's a total shit show, dude. I'm like, damn. And the one problem that the DC universe did not have was casting. How did you fuck up and this shit? Yeah, Warner Brothers is like was a shit show. That was a total shit show. Not getting my hopes up or getting excited for it. I'm gonna lie, the fan service got me because I fucking love the Keaton part of that trailer. But when he dove down, so I was like, yeah, that's the shit I'm trying to see. And then Affleck, I was like, glad he back and he did say it was the most fun he's had as Batman. And all the time that he was with DC, was shooting the Flash movie. Gray and blue suit. I was like, hey, fuck it, I'm on board. <laughs> Man, y'all should have done this shit a long time ago. It's weird, like, they're keeping Blue Beetle. Like, y'all are getting rid of certain shit, but then keeping this. i like, what the hell am I missing? Yeah, I mean, like, Blue Beetle deserves to be on, like, HBO Max. That's HBO Max type shit. Like, no one's going to watch that shit. And, like, it, it, it needs it, to be, like, a five-part miniseries. That's it. Like, you break everything out into, like, half an hour. That's in the Blue Beetle. You don't ever hear about him again until there's like a Teen Titans show. They wasted so much money on stupid shit, dude. It's like core Justice League members are known. It's established. Look at Justice League, the animated series. That's your core group right there. They could do like an anthology type anything, dude. It shit don't make sense, man. Green Lantern's supposed to be like True Detective, they said. Uh, shit, that'd be True Detective in like some... Maybe be True Detective out way out in space. I'll give James Gunn a chance, but he's running his mouth way too fucking much. Well, I think um, he got a little too much credit with that Suicide Squad Suicide movie. Because you have to understand the bar was set so low. True. With a lot of that DC stuff. There really wasn't much else to say like, hey, you did a great job. And even That's that... That's Jam movie too. Yeah. And, you know, out of those, the... Shazam movie and Aquaman movie were probably the best. So it's like, what else are you going to say? I mean, that first Suicide Squad movie is trash. The second one, it is competent. Disney caused all this, first of all. So it's like, I'm not sure if he's going over there as a plant and like destroy the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, they're going to need to do a best of both worlds type thing. I don't know what they're going to do. Don't trust James Gunn at this point. He does seem to be doing a little too much marketing. Walter Mata, that was in his position before, he just showed up for like 
the normal things like the Comic Cons and right. the Hollywood Reporters. James Gunn is like tweet, hey, do you like that? I like that too, man. Like, come on. Hey, we're speculating, man. What are we going to do with that? Oh, Henry Cavill wasn't fired. We just never hired him. Like, you fucking raging dick. Like, oh, read the damn room, y'all. We still hurting over the Witcher, right? God damn it. You're dogging our boy. Well, and again, there's a kind of common trend that you're not going to get what you want in this new era of content. Regardless of who's making the content, you're not going to get what you want. It's definitely been true for Disney. Sometimes, like, even Matt will make a case. Well, hey, that was in the comic books. But, like, but it doesn't really matter because they're deviating from, like, everything. Where the backstory or, like, whatever, because it was in the comic books, it doesn't mean anything at this point. Because they don't care about it. If they cared about the comic books, they would kind of keep it in line with the comic books. And change minor things and not change major things. But really hope this Flash movie delivers. If you're going to bring back 89 Batman, you better bring the heat. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, you think you're going to get the multiverse, you don't get nothing. <laughs> well, I do wish they did. I do nothing. wish they did not have used his exact same suit from the early movies. Well, like, you can't even turn his, turn his fucking head. was ridiculous. <laughs> That's just dumb. Man. Yeah, it's like, I, you think about it now, it's like, yeah, dude had to, like, turn his whole body. Not turning the head thing was stupid as fuck. I mean, why is his fucking neck that stiff? Like, this shit don't make no goddamn sense. He's like, eh, eh. Looking up, he had to twist his whole body up. It's like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, even in Batman Begins, they handle that very early on. It's like, yo, I need a new suit, dude. This I need to be able out. to move. I want to turn my head. Like, I want to see people coming from behind me. Yeah, you just start fucking people up, yo. That's what I'm talking about. I guess, Mike, what score would you give Ant-Man, Wasp, Quantumania? Oh, shit. I didn't even thought about the damn Quantum Verse of Madness. I mean, right now, I, I guess I have, like, a six. Yeah. That's... Like I said, I, not great, but not terrible. Just, it's another Marvel project. Like, I mean, it feels like Marvel just has all of the projects and then all of the properties that they own just lined up on the chalkboard. And it's like, hey, just pick the pieces out that you guys need to put into your movie. And they all kind of wind yeah. up being the same thing. Like, Nova is going to be a Disney Plus series now. Oh, God damn. Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, that's all I keep looking at. Like, those are arguably the two best that I've seen in recent memory. And probably the Captain America show. But, I mean, I like Loki, too. But, like, outside of that, I'm just saying. Once that Thanos arc wrapped up, it took the heart and soul of Marvel with it. Yeah. And regardless of what came after that, Decided to kind of shoehorn that in, whether it be a prequel or it's supposed to be after Infinity Saga. The heart of Marvel was gone. And then you kind of had that also leading to COVID, which then just kind of either took the creative side of Marvel out of it. They're not concerned about anything else. Everything else, just really marketing and not development. Or like Thor Love and Thunder. Like, again, Blade should have been out before that movie. But somehow they can't get that movie done. Thor Love and Thunder turned out to be some trash. No, it's great. Thor Love and Thunder was great. It turned out to be some trash. It was good. And it's ultimately forgettable. Like, nobody's going to go back and watch that. I remember that shit. I watched it twice already. Be quiet. But Soul of It was taken out. Like, even like Captain Marvel came out before that, but like, nobody cared about the movie. (laughs) So everything was leading up to that. 
that Thanos trilogy or Thanos arc and like even Captain Marvel she wasn't relevant in that they wrote her out basically half of the second movie and it's like well why did you help before we kind of had to shoehorn you into this movie first of all which is why you weren't able to help <laughs> Marvel should only just focus on the hits like these individual movies for like these inconsequential characters like whatever might happen in phase six, like other than Blade, like uh, give me my Blade movie. I'm telling you, I'll go see that. Even if it sucks, I'll go see it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> other than Captain America and Blade, there's really not much else. Like I understand this probably is a market for the Marvels. There probably is a market for it because people Maybe. watch Miss Marvel TV show. Mm-hmm. So there is a market for that. Uh, I mean, I assume uh, we have to do with something on Thanksgiving. When it's come out. Because it was Guardians, was it supposed to come out in July before? Because it said four months. So, was it, so I thought October it was supposed to be May or something. Yeah, it's supposed to come out in July. All right. And then they pushed it back to November. So I guess um, they probably just didn't have anything on the Disney side no. for December. Kind of like the holiday season. So looking at, don't have any really big movies other than Little Mermaid, which we'll see what happens with that. You have Indiana Jones... Which I don't want to entertain that idea of that movie. And then for November, nothing. It's a movie called Wish, like which I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's the one Disney project. And I still don't know what that is either. I think they're working on a prequel for The Lion King. Why? And there's supposed to be a Star Wars movie slated at some point, but they haven't yeah. had any real details about it yet. But there's really nothing yeah, for I'll those. On that. Yeah, but there's really nothing for those kind of core holiday months so I mean other than Little Mermaid would be Memorial Day weekend and 4th of July weekend would be probably Indiana Jones like that's really it I'm gonna watch that just like to see how bad it is that movie should have never come out probably directors coming out saying I don't know where you heard these rumors from but it's all bullshit and I'm like nah son <laughs> that last Indiana Jones movie is trash yo I was watching The Expendables recently. I'm like, Harrison Ford looked old in The Expendables 3. And that was like several years ago. Was he? Is he 70 or something or 80 uh, now? Uh, Harrison Ford? He's 80. pushing 80. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know he's up there. And he talked about the DAs. And he said when he saw that, he was kind of freaked out. He said it was a little crazy. And if somebody going to do it, it is going to be Disney. But we have also he's seen them. Yeah. But we had also seen them do that poorly as well. Disney has also had CG problems. I mean, if you look at stuff like She-Hulk, there were some problems there. So all the CG, I was saying, hey, man, I was like, I see why the hell graphics people were fucking quitting. I'm looking at that like, you know how much time they had to put in to do all this? Yeah, and then and y'all someone, was trying to crank them out like ASAP? And if someone asked for a change, go back, change some assets, re-render everything. Well, this is not what we want. We want it like this. Like, oh, we got to do it again? Like, all right. I think Disney has really gotten comfortable with it. Like, whatever that surround technology, like, whatever they're using in The Mandalorian, some of that stuff is just really starting to take away from... Called the J.J. Abrams, hey, let's just shoot everything on site, and it has to be, like, real sand, like, stuff. But it's just... It's starting out to be creative. My Wednesday mornings are set <laughs> for the next few weeks. Michael B. I hope mind. it doesn't disappoint. Michael That's be at his desk with his Mandalorian helmet on, just like choo doo, choo doo doo. Uh, Mandalorian coffee mug. I got my statue over there. I have my mug. Oh, wait, I have my tea. Comes out too. Yeah, come March on. March first, my man. Going to Mandalore. Damn right, I'm ready. 
Uh, I'll check it out. They ought to be in heaven. This is about to be fucking Mandalorian Central now. <laughs>